or your Bible with you. Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 through 8. If you're with us online, you'll get it on the screen, nice and handy for you. Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 through 8, and it says this, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by become, becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. So, talking about serving. Serving. Uh, serving it up fresh is what we're talking about this month. And, uh, and so we're focusing on serving. We're having our serve event, which I'm hoping you will come to. Uh, it's going to be great. All right. Uh, the flip side is, if you don't come, I'm going home with a lot of ice cream. <laughs> so, get there, all right? Get there, because I do not need any more ice cream, all right? Uh, it's going to be a great night. I'm, I'm already calling in the stops. I've been praying for nice weather, all right? It's going to be warm. I'm speaking it into existence right now, okay? It's going to be warm. It's not going to be this breezy. It's going to be a beautiful day, okay? So, serving it up fresh. We're going to have our event, but uh, this month we're talking on Sunday mornings about what it means to serve and why it is God calls us to serve and what does that look like. And so last week, we talked about the church as a food truck, all right, because I love food trucks. And so the church is meant to be more like a food truck than a restaurant, more taking the gospel to people instead of asking people to come to us so that we can serve them, right? So we serve people where they are. We meet them where they're at, all right? And so we did that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I don't know if you guys knew this or not. I think I told you last week, but uh, we hosted a, a two-day COVID clinic, uh, COVID clinic and vaccine clinic um, here a couple weeks ago, and uh, it's looking like there's a pretty good chance we'll be hosting a testing site uh, long-term for four to six weeks here coming up soon, uh, and so I'll share details with you at a later time, but uh, we're going to serve, right? Serve however we can serve. Now, the problem is, and here's where I'm going to start, all right? I'm going to start by talking about complaining, right? Now, I'm going to share this because I know for a fact that none of you ever complain in your entire lives, right? So this doesn't apply to you. It's just me. I'm the complainer, all right? Uh, I like to complain a little bit. I like to complain mostly to God and about God, right? You might go, well, that's my pastor. What does he think? He's complaining about God, right? But if we're being honest, we all have moments that we complain about God. And a lot of those moments come down to serving, Right? Because God has asked us to do something that we don't want to do. God asks us to do things that are uncomfortable. He asks us to do things that cost us a little bit. He asks us to do things and we don't want to do it. And so our first inclination is to complain. Right? We say, God, why would you ask me to do that? Right now I'm asking God why he's blowing away my podium. Right? God, why would you ask me to do that? And it's tempting in those moments to say, God, my life is so hard, right? You asked me to do so much stuff. What am I supposed to do now? And I always think, I always think of this meme that is going around Facebook. Do you guys remember The Passion of the Christ? Do you guys remember that movie? Yeah? It came out, I oh mean, that's been a couple years, hasn't it? Uh, it's been over a decade now. 
uh, Passion of the Christ, the whole movie about the, the end of Jesus, about the crucifixion, right, done by Mel Gibson. And there's this great picture that went around social media for a while, and it's got Mel Gibson in the director's chair, right? And then the guy who's playing Jesus sitting next to him, all done up full blood. It looks like he just got crucified, right? And they're looking over a script. But the, the description of this, it says, when you try to complain about, when, when you try to complain to Jesus about how hard your life is, right? Because you got Mel Gibson sitting there, you know, this is how hard it is, right? And you got Jesus full blood right next to him, right? I'm going to have to send the picture, right? That's what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to put it in so you guys can see what I'm talking about, right? But we have these moments where we want to complain, and then yet we find in Philippians chapter 2, like the very basis for why our complaints are really invalid. <laughs> because it says you should serve one another, that you should love one another, not, to, not in conceit or, or in self-filling yourself up, right? In other words, being full of yourself, right? That's a phrase we use all the time. And instead, it says you should be like Christ who emptied himself. It's interesting, isn't it? We, we talk about people being full of themselves, and Christ says, I'm going to come and empty myself. And what's interesting about Jesus is it says that, that he was God. He said in his very nature, who he was, was God. But he emptied himself, right? He, he set aside the glory and the riches and, and all the, the great pieces of what it means to be God. He set them aside so that he could become a man, so that he could come and experience life as one of us, so he could come and be fully human. And so it says he emptied himself, set himself aside. It says he submitted himself even to death on a cross. And the reason that, that, I, that I bring these scripture up this morning is because when we talk about serving, we've really got to look back at, at the, the master of serving, right? The, the, the person who gets it right 100% of the time Jesus. Jesus emptied. I mean, you think about, think about the gap, all right? This is what you think about, right? When Jesus asked me to do something uncomfortable, there's a little bit of a gap, right? Because the gap is between where I'm at right now and where God wants to be, where God wants me to be. There's a gap there. And the problem is we look at that gap from our side and we think, well, that's way too far to cross. I can't, I can't do that. And then here we look at the gap between God being God and then being human, can we at least all agree that's a way bigger gap? <laughs> right? And so we have, we have God, Jesus, emptying himself, emptying himself, saying, stepping down. Think about this. The glory of God, right? The full glory of God. He's, he's enjoying it, right? This is the glory that, that, you know, in the Old Testament, Moses just got to see a fleeting glimpse of God. And, and, and Isaiah, you know, when he, when he gets a picture of God, he falls down because he doesn't know what else to do, right? That glory of God, God is, is so glorious. And then he just puts it all aside. He says, you know what? <laughs> I got to accomplish something, right? There's something that, that I got to do. And what he had to do was come and become one of us so he could become the sacrifice that you and I need in order to live the life that we live, in order to even have relationship with him in the first place, right? This is like, this is the basics of the gospel, right? That Jesus has emptied himself to become one of us, to then submit himself to death on a cross. And so I can't think of a more ultimate, better act of servanthood than for someone to willingly submit themselves 
to such a wide gap, to cover the gap, to say, I'm going to empty out who I am. I'm going to become a man, right? And, and, and we believe that he was fully God, fully man, and he's going to be crucified so that you and I can just live, right? And then that same God asks us to cover this minuscule little gap, and we're like, God, why would you want me? That's uncomfortable. How could, do you see what I'm getting at? Do you see, do you see why I struggle sometimes? I, and don't get me wrong. It's not that I don't complain because I do, I do it still. Even knowing that, even knowing that God has, has served and covered a way bigger gap than I could ever repay him for. I still have moments where I want to complain because God, I don't want to serve. Look, serving in ministry, serving as a pastor during COVID has been an absolute nightmare. <laughs> It's been a nightmare. There has barely been a week gone by where I think, God, surely there's something else. <laughs> right? I can do whatever you want me to do. You tell me. I'm going. Right? Serving can be hard. <laughs> right? And we think of serving, you, you, you can think of serving like, like you have a glass of water. Right? And every time you serve, you dump a little bit out. Right? You dump a little bit and you dump a little bit. And eventually your cup is empty. And it's in that moment where we think, well, how am I going to possibly do anything else? Because my cup is empty. <laughs> right? And meanwhile, God, God is like the faucet in your house. That at any time, you could go and refill your cup at the faucet. You could re go refill your cup at the, the little dispenser thing that's in your refrigerator, right? At any time, you could go and refill our cup. And yet, we, instead, we just choose to just complain that our cup is empty. And it doesn't just happen to those who serve in the church, right? If you're a parent, there has been a season in your life, I can guarantee it, there has been a season in your life where you felt like your cup was empty. And you're like, how in the world can I be a good parent in this moment when I got nothing left? <laughs> right? I have three children under five. I hit this moment weekly. <laughs> weekly. Right? I... I'll tell, I'll tell you guys this. Okay, last Sunday, uh, we were invited to go to lunch with one of the Sunday school classes from downtown. So, uh, before church, I, I do not get this pleasure because I have to leave earlier than my wife does. But before church, our children were nuts. Just nuts. And then they get to service, right? They get to service and Ella is throwing a fit. She's back there going crazy. The baby's crying. They're all hungry, even though it's only 1030 in the morning, Right? They're just, they're going crazy. We go to lunch. They are angels for two hours in a row. They're like, your kids are so well behaved. It's amazing. Like, Thank you. And then we go home and they're screaming again. <laughs> I got two hours, two hours. They used it all up in those little two hours, right? Okay. Last Sunday night, I'm at the end of my rope, right? I get the kids to bed and I, and I tell Aaron, I was like, I got nothing left. <laughs> I feel like I've been emptied. <laughs> and I thought to these, these verses, I thought to these verses in Philippians 2, where it says Jesus chose to empty himself. He chose to pour himself out. And you know, as a parent, we make that decision, right? When we have children, we don't have children thinking that when we have children, life is going to be way easier, <laughs> right? I wish, I wish that's how it worked. Right? But we know when we have children, life is going to be harder. We know it's going to be harder, but we also know it's going to be worth it because there's something about our kids 
There's something about them, right? As, as, as much as my kids were a handful on Sunday night, putting them to bed, there was still a moment where I was like, man, I love those kids. And, and it's, it's this same thing when we're, when we're serving God, right? We get this same refilling from God, that same refill, right? My kids could be nuts the entire day, but they come up to me and grab my leg. I love you, dad. I'm like, oh, you do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> right? doesn't matter what they did before that moment, right? Because there's this filling that comes. It's this relationship, right? And it's this same filling that's meant to come when we have a relationship with Jesus. He's not just asking us to pour ourselves out and to run on empty. He says, pour out who you are and I'll replace it with who I am. And who I am can actually do the things I'm calling you to do. Who I am is able to get these things done. Who I am can parent well. Who I am can be a, a great teacher, a great worker, a great worshiper, a great servant. I can do those things with you, but you have to empty yourself out first. <laughs> because you see, if your cup is full of water, you can't put juice in it. Because <laughs> it's full. <laughs> but if it's empty, you can put something different in it. And so Jesus, he empties himself, and he, we're, we're told to emulate Jesus in the emptying of ourselves. To empty ourselves out so that we can be refilled with Jesus. When you serve, when you serve, you might think, man, if I serve too much, or if I give away too much, I won't have anything left to give. And you're right, that will 100% happen. When you serve, you will feel like you are being wrung dry until you reconnect with God again. Until you go to God to get your cup refilled. Right? It's, it's why, for me, Sunday mornings is, is like the most important part of my whole week. Right? Because, because, first of all, when I preach, I preach to myself first. <laughs> right? when, when I talk about being empty and needing to go to God and, and, and how we don't do that enough and how we run on empty instead, I'm, the, I'm guilty. I do the same thing. But on Sunday mornings, I come and I worship and I pray. And I hear the word of God and I'm reminded and encouraged that, that when we serve, when we give of ourselves and empty ourselves, it's, it's, it matters. That it's making a difference, that people's lives are changed when we empty ourselves and choose to be refilled with Jesus. But so often we choose instead to just run on E. We choose to run on empty. We choose to leave ourselves emptied out. And so I want to encourage you this week as we talk about serving, right? Because I feel like there are, there are moments as, as your pastor where I feel like I ask for a lot, right? Last, in the last series we did, we talked about giving, right? And I was like, you got you to be giving. Giving is part of being a Christian. This series, we're talking about serving. You got to be serving, right? You got to give and give and give more and more and more. Your time, your money, your energy, your uh, give, give, give. But I wanted to just take a moment this week and remind you that Jesus has given he has given himself to us so that when we empty ourselves out, when we feel like we're running on E, when we have nothing left to give, we can go to God and he'll refill us. And so if, if, whether you've been serving or not, if you're feeling like you're on empty this morning, God is present and God wants to refill your cup because he knows what it's like to be emptied out. He's been there. He's done that. He knows what it's like, and he doesn't want us to stay there. So this morning, get your cup refilled. Be filled up with Jesus, not full of yourself, but full of Christ. Let me pray.
God, we thank you. We thank you that you refill us. And when we feel like we're empty, and we've done the emptying, God, we, we've served and we've given of ourselves, and, and we feel like we've got nothing left to give, God, you refill us. You meet us there in that space of feeling empty and broken and in desperate need. You meet us there, Lord, and you refill us. And so, God, we're thankful for your sacrifice, for the gap that, that you filled when you emptied yourself. We pray, God, that you would encourage us this week as we seek to serve you, as we seek to figure out where it is we can plug in our gifts and talents and serve our neighbors. God, we know that as we do it, we will be emptied out, that we'll put the focus on you instead of us. And so we're counting on you to refill us so that we can continue to serve and to serve the gospel everywhere we go. So refill us, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.